The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. Your destiny is too important to give up for anything. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I counted a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. I thank God for this time. Thank God for those of you that wait patiently to hear the broadcast. And those of you that feel it was an accident, I want you to know it was God's will, God's plan for you to be together to hear what thus says the Lord. We thank you for what you're doing today. Amen. Let me pray. <clears throat> Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I honor you. I thank you for this day, this time, that you have allotted me to speak a word concerning you. I ask you to bless this broadcast, that it be nothing of myself, but it be that which you would have me to do. And, Father, we ask you to move in a special way, God, that I may say something that may encourage your peoples and that one, that one that discouraged something that be said to encourage them. Now, Father, we just ask you to allow me to decrease and you increase, that I go forth and be and do that which you would have them to be and do. Father, I thank you. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise God, praise the Lord. Listen, it's a blessed time to be alive. Amen. To do that which God would have for you to do. We are living in a time now that the enemy going forth and he just degrading and bringing down the body of Christ. And what I mean by the body of Christ, see, I understand that we are all are different in the body, amen, and you cannot take one part and put it on another part and expect for it to work properly. Uh, I think I made an illustration that if a person take and put uh, your uh, uh, knee on the, same, on the same leg and put it down where your ankle at and put your ankle up there where your knee at, it's it's part of the body, but it ain't going to work. It's not going to work right because it wasn't designed to do that which it's trying to do. And I just believe that a lot of things that we are doing in the body, we are doing it, and when I mean by in the body, I'm talking to those that are confessing to know 
him. We're not talking about those that are not. You that are not confessing what you uh, need to do is repent and follow righteousness. And not necessarily you do anything, but just give yourself up. Present you to the Lord a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. You do it unto him, and he will do the rest. See, a lot of times we do things for people's sake, uh, for what this person believes or what that person think about it, and we get all kind of direction, but never the direction that he would have us to have. And that's the most important thing. You know, it's, uh, it's amazing when, uh, 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 when a person is uh, doing something and, and they are uh, doing it for the wrong reason. So uh, what we are saying that if we are doing it, we need to be doing it for the right purpose. What is the purpose behind it? So, you know, matter of fact, uh, let me give a couple of scriptures. And the reason I say I'm going to give a couple of scriptures, and I guess I better put my glasses off so I can read. All right. Uh, now, here's, here's the problem. The problem is, you know, when God called you, I'm saying you, that I'm that listening to me, when God called you, he called you to do a, a, a particular thing in a, in a particular area. Now, the problem come about is when you're trying to get approval from somebody else on why did he call you, the purpose of him calling you, you know, or get somebody else to go on board with you. You know, I, I can honestly say that uh, we have a tendency uh, saying we love him, saying we care about the Most High, saying that we, oh, our Lord, if you need anybody to go, send me. You know, we love to say that. But the truth of the matter is we're not willing to do half of the thing, just a little bit of stuff. So the question I would ask today are, you really abiding in Christ? Or do you have a hidden agenda? And a lot of times, it's sad to say we have a hidden agenda within ourselves. That's why when people get uh, married today, they have a hidden agenda. And what you mean they have a hidden agenda, Brother Ware? It's a hidden agenda that that's why I was uh, the lady and the guy, I was passing challenge surfing. And they call this the most expensive divorce. I mean, it was billions of dollars. I, I can't don't I can't tell you how much it was, but it was at least more than a a uh, hundred billion dollars uh, something of divorce. And and I thought, good great, you know, if a person got money uh, and they got this, but they getting a divorce. I mean, she had they she and him had property in like seven states. So I say, look, I could have stayed in this state and let her stay in that state or whatever. 
But that would have been Brother Ware's way. That wouldn't have been the agenda. Uh, that wouldn't have been a marriage. It really wasn't. I had a sister to say to another brother, she was telling this other brother, she said, you don't want to get married for a wife. You want to get married uh, for a legal sex partner. Now, guess what? Now, she was saying that to this brother, and she was right. The brother, he didn't care nothing about the lady being in one place and she being in another place, just come together every now and again, and, and that was wrong. You got to look at this thing right, believe me. You can't have a hidden agenda even in serving God. You got some people, <clears throat> excuse me, you have people serving God because they can't make it in the world. Bottom line, they were just, they, they just couldn't handle the world. So they turned to Christ, so to speak, Jesus Christ, and say, oh, Lord, we love you and we this, we that. And you use that for a, uh, I guess you would say, a walking stick. And that's why when these folks get in the, in the church, they forget about this, they forget about that. They, they put everything on religion, everything on religion, how they looking, what they looking at, what they believe, and they forget about They really forget about the agenda that they're supposed to be. Now, these are folks that say they're giving themselves to the Lord. Guess what? Somebody say something about you getting sick and you about to die or whatever. Then they have an altogether change of vendor. They, 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 listen, they don't want to die because they don't want to go to heaven that way. I don't know how they want to go to heaven because those that teaching that, I really don't know how. But I do know that they are not uh, willing to give themselves. See, when we come to Christ, we shouldn't have another agenda, but we do. We have another agenda, hidden agenda. We don't want everybody to know it, but, you know, some of us, I ain't going to say us, I'm going to say y'all. Some of y'all, because I, I search my life, okay? Some of y'all have a certain agenda that I'm in the Lord because that we got preachers. Preaching having a hidden agenda. They want somebody to take care of them because they don't want to work. They want uh, people to do this or to do that. And in actuality, it's another hidden agenda. So when you come to a person and say, look, bro, you need to do this and you need to quit doing that. Uh, the Lord is leading me. The Lord, we love to lie on God because, you know, and we're going to have to give an account. The Bible says this, it is appointed unto man to die. And after this is judgment. Now, guess what? When you stand before God, the Bible teaches me that you're going to have to give an account of every, eat, every word, every idle thought. Even the, the things that you didn't even say, you just thought about it. You're going to have to give an account of it. Why? Because you had another hidden agenda behind that. Now, see, Psalm says in Psalm 37, uh, I know you're familiar with it, but it, it, it bears repeating. And we'll go from there. Psalm 37, and it says, 4. It said, delight thyself 
also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of the heart. Now, everybody want to jump on board for that. Oh, God told me I can have this. God told me I can have that. And they begin to be uh, wanting everybody to know I'm I'm God's servant and God going to bless me with this. It's, it's amazing how that we use God for a Santa Claus. Same thing you had when you was a kid and didn't know no better and your parents told you about Santa Claus and, and this and that. And that's where we got God in that same boat. We don't want to listen that present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. You don't want to hear that I need to change my ways. I need to submit to the will and the plan of God. We don't we don't want to hear that. But anyway, it said, delight thyself also in the Lord. Yeah, I love you, Lord. Let me tell you something. Once you begin to delight yourself, once you begin to uh, get excited about serving God. No, 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 not church, folks, not denomination. No, ma'am. No, sir. Not this, not that, but serving God, delighting yourself in him. Okay, and then it goes to say, and he shall give thee the desires of your heart. Now, what your heart is, your heart is not on uh, your materialistic thing. See, if I'm delighting in God, then my, that it, and now somebody, it went better way. Don't you think that we should have the best of this and the best? Listen, folks, get your heart and mind on delighting in the Lord. That's the most important thing. It goes on to say, uh, delight yourself in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of your heart. What's in your heart? What's really in your heart? You know, we're here for a short time. Man, we're here for a short time. I mean, I, for the last few weeks, I visit, uh, I had to do homegoing, uh, close, uh, you know, people that done died. I had to go and do eulogies and whatever. And it's amazing. It's more young people that done checked out of here than older people. And I ain't. I haven't went to but one funeral that's in my age bracket or older. Every funeral that I went to was uh, 40 and under, 40-something and under. Now, listen, folks leaving here, and guess what? They must stand before God. And when they stand before God, they, they listen, they had 40 years, I'm just saying, 45 years. They have 45 years to give an account. At least 25. We'll go there. At least that. Listen, folks. How in the world when we said, if I delight myself in God, he'll give me the desires of my heart. So what your heart is? What's in your heart? Tell me. Think about what's really in your heart. See, see that lady and that guy, had to be something else in the heart. You show one money because they billionaires. And they I, I don't know all the details because I don't keep up with it, stuff like that. But uh, like I said, I was uh, uh, channel surfing, I guess what you call it. And I heard about them getting, say, this is the, the richest divorce that ever been. Now, somebody had to have a hidden agenda. 
So the money couldn't hide it. Folks, Christ can cannot hide your hidden agenda. It will show up. I'm telling you. See, the Bible said, be not conformed to this world. Saints don't want to hear that anymore. Saints don't want to hear, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mouth. We all get our genders. What I want to do, what I can do for Christ. Why? You know what? Sometimes something has to happen in your life for you to back up and say, hold up, you know, I'm going through but what would you have me to do, Lord? What is it your plan? What is your purpose? See, I had an agenda, but my agenda is not serving you in spirit and in truth. You see what I'm saying? Let's be real about the thing. When we don't have a hidden agenda, then God can begin to minister to us. We begin to find out what we really in it for. And it's not what you, it's not what this person think or that person think. It's what the Lord would put in your heart. Now, some of you would never go to just to pray for a person. You know, if there ain't nothing in it for you, hey, there ain't no purpose. Why should I sacrifice to go and pray for this person? If I go and sacrifice for that person, then guess what? That person is not this or that person. You got a hidden agenda. People go to church with a hidden agenda. So one would say, why is you asking me this question? Guess what? Why are you making this statement, Brother Ware? One would ask that. Why are you making this statement? And then I'll tell them this. But the Bible gives a totally different concept than what you call serving God. What you call serving God is so far away from what the Bible says. We have, we have a problem with little bitty stuff. We, I'm serious. We have a problem with little bitty things. Not We ain't talking about big things. We talking about little bitty things. The scripture says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, uh, by the mercy of God that you present your bodies, your bodies, your bodies, a living sacrifice. Hold up. Now, if I'm presenting my body a living sacrifice, what about the scripture where it says, love not the world, First uh, John, the second chapter, the 15th verse, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. So why is we in love with everything that's in the world but yet we are doing it in the name of the Lord. You say, but Brother Wells, you mean to tell me you don't love nothing in the world? You you living like a monk? You know, the monk, they ain't got nothing. They, they don't own nothing. They just go and, and they get all by themselves. No, ma'am. No, sir. I don't believe that. I don't believe that God would call me for such a time as this to be in that position. Yes, some people need to stay alone for a while. Yes, some people do need to get alone for a little while. So God, because when you go back and you look at Elijah, when Elijah was on top of what we call on top of the mountain, he done prayed down fire from heaven and done the fire come down, not only burnt up the sacrifice, not only did he burn up the sacrifice, the 
the trenches and licked up the water, lapped up the water that was in the trenches and so on and so on and killed 850 people, okay? To, the, to anybody else, Elijah is really on the mountaintop. So he ain't got no business running away from nobody. He there. He got the authority and the power. Well, guess what? Jezebel say, well, if he did it to them, he's going to have to do the same for me. I'm going to make sure that I get him. What? And he took off running. Then he's going to have the audacity to ask God to kill him. Lord, let me just die with the other prophet. Ain't nobody else died. You see? Ain't nobody else living right but me. How many times we get in that position that we say, oh, poor, pitiful me. No, we might not say die because... Most of them ain't in the position to uh, leap, check out of here. And you know you ain't in the position. So you might not say die, but you're saying, Lord, why did this happen to me? Why is this is going on? And then when the enemy get through ministering to you as well, the devil fix it. Uh-huh. You said this was that, but yet and still that didn't happen. And this is not going to happen. Pretty soon you said, well, maybe, I don't know why I'm in this. And we act like when we was in sin, everything was peaches and cream. No, it, and I use the word peaches and cream. I just say everything was good and, and dandy, okay? That's the way we act like. We forget about all the trials and the tribulation you had, but you kept moving forward. You did not stand up and moan. Oh, you might have cried at night. You might have got in the bed and nobody else seen you, but you might have cried a few tears, but you got it together by morning and said, hey, I got to go because I got to make it through this. I got to live. So you, in turn, was willing to do that then. But now that you are in the Lord, you know, we got a, we get another agenda. We get another direction, and because we got another agenda, another direction, we do just the opposite for what the Scripture said. Like I was quoting uh, the Scripture where it said, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. We fall in love with things in the world. And you know what happens? That occupies us from obeying God. That keep us from being that preacher, that minister, that, 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 that person that's chosen and called by God. Because we are focusing on those things in the world. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. We'll say we have a hidden agenda. Yeah, we'll say we love God. But the truth of the matter is we love God as long as we can do what we feel that we can do. We believe that we can do this, we can do that, and he lead me to do this, he lead me to do that. So therefore, I love God. But what about, just, just, just think about it. What about when it don't go right? If it don't go right, then are we willing to follow him? Are we willing to do that which he have commissioned for us to do? Are we willing to say, God, your, not my will, but your will? See, my will might just say do A, B, C, but then uh, your will can be doing uh, one, five, six, okay? 
one, five, six. Wait a minute. What about happening to two, three, and four? It, it, that's God's will. God's way is not like our way, and God's thought is not like our thought, according to the book of Isaiah. So if God's way and God's thought is not like ours, then why are we dwelling on what our agenda? So guess what? Our agenda, we go back and forth, back and forth, and we, we, we in turn do not move forward because we neglecting to do one thing. Listen, if I go to school, uh, graduate from high school, and go to college, I went to college to do what? Something. Whatever I decided that I feel that I can do in society. And I devote that. Guess what? When I get out of college, that's the job I'm looking for. Now, hold up, hold up, hold up. Now, how is it that we say that God called us? God chose us. Oh, we've been in the Lord. Some of us been in the Lord just as long as Brother Ware. Uh, in the, uh, way back. But guess what? We still spinning our wheels and little bitty stuff. And because we spin in our will, because we just got to realize I had a hidden agenda. I'm going to come back in a couple of minutes, and I'm going to let you know we're going to give you scripture and back it up even the further on this hidden agenda. Because, see, that's, that's where the church losing out at, and we don't need to lose out anymore. God bless you. the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for a speaking engagement or any other correspondence, please call 404-293-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagements, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Will. Well, we are back. Amen. We thank God for each and every one of you. Amen. Thank God for those that's going to hear me later. Amen. Let me uh, throw this in here, uh, two little announcements I forgot. But anyway, you can reach me after the broadcast at 404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. Five seven for question or comment uh, after the broadcast, please. Uh, I need to say, if 
you've been used to talking to me and I hadn't called you, I hadn't communicated with you, know this, my phone has got rid of half of my numbers. So where I had 200-something numbers, I only had like 70-something. But I'm getting them back when people's called me. So I'm just making that announcement that nobody won't think I'm just ignoring them. All right? And then guess what? I'll be coming to uh, East Point, Georgia, real soon. And I'll tell you more about that in a couple of weeks. Amen. I'll give you the address. I'm looking to meet some of the friends and acquaintance and some of the people that I never met. I'm looking to meet them here. So I wanted to get them two out of the way because at the end I'd be so talkative and I forget. All right. Now, like I said, I'm going back to what I was saying. A lot of you is serving Christ with a hidden agenda. You may not say, oh, no, not me, brother. I would never you know what? It was a sister. I can use her. I'm not going to use her name. It was a sister came to me, and she said, and I was pastoring then, Brother Webb, pray for my husband. She wanted her husband to be saved. She said because he going out, and at the time he was using drugs and so on and so on, and, and if he hear me, he know who I'm talking about. Uh, somebody, some of the other brothers may know. But anyway, this brother was praying, uh, this sister was praying for her husband to get saved and to do this. Well, guess what? He got converted. He went through the system and something happened. He wound up getting converted, okay? And not only was he converted, but he became a minister. Now, she didn't want to be with him when he went. She, want, she was excited at first. But after a while, then she began to look at, oh, this, you taking it overboard. No, you wanted him to be, she wanted him to be saved for her. She didn't want him to be saved because uh, she didn't want him to go to hell. And she wanted him to be able to do a work for the Lord. Now, she she didn't expect all that. She expected him getting saved and they going to church together, holding hands and so on and so on, but it it went further. So now she tried to get him away from the church, and that brother stood fast. He came to church in spite of what she was doing. Now, I, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm using that to, to bring a point across. When you have a hidden agenda, usually it don't last anyway. It don't last. When it come out, it'll come out because... You was doing something. Some peoples are serving God just because, like I said, they can't make it in the world. The world dogged them out, and they scared. They just are frustrated with the world, so they grab hope to something. It's kind of like in a, a life jacket. They just grabbing hope to, you know, in, in the little boat you have a little thing that you throw out, throw uh, out when somebody drowning so they can catch that. And when they throw, when you throw it out, they'll grab that. Cause see, when somebody grabs something, if you're trying to save and they'll drown you. But anyway, here's my point. My point is that according to the scripture, let me let me get get some scripture. I just don't want to keep going on and on. See, the Bible done told you. Let me let me deal with that. What first I said, and then I'll go from there. All right, in the in the book of the, the vision of Psalm 37, it says, 
Delight yourself in me. And also in the Lord. Now, what you mean delight yourself? Are you willing to just shut up, sit down, and say, God, I'm willing to do whatever you have me to do, even if it means just sitting down? Oh, God, I can't sit down. I'm a preacher. I will call the preacher. Well, guess what? Maybe if you sit down for a moment, he can minister to you. Most of us, we get so moving and doing and going, we don't even have time to hear God. We really don't. We go to him with our agenda and going to him with our agenda. So, okay. So the scriptures say, if you delight yourself in the Lord. So when I get his desire, when I get uh, his direction, then I'm able to do. And see, God don't do nothing. You're talking about. Brother, where these folks just don't want Jesus. No, it ain't that. It's you trying to do something ahead of God. That's the problem. See, because you got a lot of uh, uh, reprobates. You got a lot of hypocrites. Oh, yeah, you got a lot of reprobates. You got people going in the night. But let us tell it, we don't even believe nobody is a reprobate. Uh, you, you, if you ask somebody, well, wait I tell you they'll reprobate when they're using the word of God and living any kind of way and doing whatever they want to do. Then you better be careful. That person could be a reprobate. So now, if that person is doing what they're doing, if they're delighting in the Lord and they're doing, they following, Lord, I want to know your will. I want to know what you want me to do. I want to be where you want me to be. It ain't about a building now. Yes, it's nothing wrong with fellowship. The Bible tells us that we should congregate uh, 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 and do it even the more as Christ comes, the time is drawing near. But we get ourselves into name, uh, this name, that name. And, and because we get, get ourselves caught up on this name and that name, we lose out. But in Psalms uh, thirty. Listen, in Psalm uh, 78, the vision of Psalm, and around the 36th verse, it says this, Nevertheless, then uh, they did flatter me, him with his mouth, with their mouth, and they lied unto him with their tongue. For their heart was not right, with me, neither were they steadfast in the covenant. Guess what? A lot of stuff we did, we do it in the name of the Lord. Our heart so far out of that, it, it, it don't even make sense. Why? Because of the fact that we're doing what we feel that we want to do, how we want to do it, and we want to put God approval on it. And God got an altogether different agenda for you. It had a, a different agenda for me. Listen to me, believers. We can have these different things in our mind, in our hearts, but at the same time, we are not. Look, look at the fruit that you are producing. Tell me that. How come the people's still doing what they want to do around you? How come people still act in the same way? Why is it that we study doing this for people and doing that? But nobody is doing nothing for us in the name of the Lord. Now, this is what I'm saying. 
because you can always find people to do something. Uh, the, the man can always try to do certain things for a woman uh, because of his agenda. He don't have the right agenda. But uh, the, the, the thing that I'm trying to get you to understand and to see, it's got, you you got to have the right purpose and why you uh, serving God. In Isaiah, Isaiah, the um, 29th chapter, and the 13th verse, and I want you to catch this now. It says, Wherefore the Lord said, Insomuch as this people draw now with me with their mouth and, and with their lips, they do honor me. Oh, I love the Lord. I love the Lord. Don't you? God has been so good to me. What are you doing, though? What are you doing? Let's, let's just stop. Back up. Check your life. What are you really doing? for? Well, you know, I, I, I have a devote. No, no, no. That's for you. Uh, well, I, 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 when the last time you did anything for God? You said, but I stayed in my Bible. No, that's for you. Because the Bible said uh, uh, in order to defeat the enemy, the, you have to have the word, the sword. And the word is the sword. So if you don't know the word, you can't defeat the devil. See, the devil having a heyday in so many people's lives because they won't be real with themselves. They won't say, God, I got a lust problem. And therefore, I need to go in the scripture and find all the demons, all the scripture to turn those demons around from that lust spirit. Or somebody say they got a, 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 a backbiting spirit. They need to go in the scripture, find all the scripture uh, that talks about in dealing with backbite. That's when you're trying to be for real for Christ. Not that you're going along with this and doing that and, and moving from this thing to that thing because nothing is going to happen, believers. I'm sorry. That's why the world, that's why we are so divided. This little group on here saying this and that little group on here saying this and this little group on here saying that. And the world lies say they are a bunch of jokes. They nothing but a joke. And the reason they're nothing but a joke is they are not, they don't even believe what they say in themselves. That's the truth. The devil having a heyday. I'm telling you from what I had to understand. I'm telling you what I had to understand that I'm serving God. So I was being in that. Somebody was like, no, I'm not well. no, ma'am, no, sir. I had to repent. Because I had a hidden agenda. A hidden agenda, which means I was doing things to reap certain benefits. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, no, I ain't never uh, prostituted the gospel. I ain't never did that. I've always, God, I've always provided. I worked, and when I wasn't working, I got it. I never prostituted the gospel. That's one thing I can say. But, boy, it's a whole lot I can't say. And wouldn't say why, because of the fact that we say things with our look. Listen what they say, Isaiah. Uh, what I told you, Isaiah, the uh, 29th chapter in the 13th verse. Wherefore the Lord said, for in, in much, so much, in much, as this people near, uh, they draw near to me with their mouth. Man, we all can say how much we love God. 
We all can say how much I want to do for God. Oh, we can say it, but do you really want it? Do you really want to present yourself a living sacrifice to do a work for God, to, to be in a position? That's what I had to understand. I had to understand that if I'm one willing to produce James Ware, get rid of my agenda, get rid of what I think, then guess what? Then God can bless. But anyway, it said, therefore, uh, 13 verse, these people draw near unto me with their mouth and with their lips, they do honor. Oh, yeah, we all say we honor Christ. Everybody, I don't care what denomination, what this and what that, we love the Lord with our mouth, okay? Uh, with, with, with the mouth, he said, but have removed their heart far from me and their fear towards men is taught by precept of men. You know, you ever notice that if we go from one person to another person, we go to this person, hear that person teaching here, and, and you know what will happen? We'll find ourselves uh, rejoicing. I done been teaching and people rejoice. Oh, oh, what good word, what good word, what good word in the church. But guess what? You talk to them a month later, they gone. So wait a minute. What happened to the good word? It's because it wasn't rendered in the heart, believers. A whole lot of us had that hidden agenda, had the hidden agenda. What what we mean hidden agenda? We had stuff going on that we were looking for some kind of results in it. We were looking for the results in it because of the fact that we knew what we wanted. Oh, we don't say it. No, ma'am. No, sir. We won't say it, but we will act on it. And because we act on it, then the Bible let us know that's the wrong, that's the wrong direction. That's not the right direction. That's not the right direction in order for us to get things from him. We say that time is running out. We say we believe time is running out. We say we believe that we are going to be used in these last and evil days. We talk about that, yes, with our lip. But uh, uh, the 33rd chapter of the book of Ezekiel, I know you're familiar with it, but I'm going to bring it to you again. Just one verse. It says this, listen. It says, and they come unto thee as the peoples come, and they sit before thee as my people, most Church folk, they come together, they, they, they come and they hear on the radio, they're excited about what they're hearing, and, okay? And they say, come as my people, and they hear the word, but they will not do them. For, they are, for with their mouth, they show much love. Boy, we can tell folks how much we love them. Oh, man, we can say, yep, I, I, I love this person, I love, but we are not willing to do anything to show forth that love. We really not. We really not. We are tell God, God, I love you. And God could be making, using your life to make you up. Certain things that took place in your life, it was God just stirring you up. Listen to me. I had to come to a grip when, because of the fact that when I 
uh, and I know you say, well, what this got to do with that? When I came to the Lord, the first thing I did was grab hold to a, a religious person. And when I grabbed hold to uh, my wife, my deceased wife was religious. She, she got supposedly uh, gave her life in 1980. But before then, in 78, when I grabbed, I grabbed what? Religion. I wasn't concerned about, I wanted James Ware agenda. So guess what? People now are doing the same thing. It might not be in a relationship thing, but it's in something in our life. Listen, we know what this, this scripture said. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 say, Therefore, if any man, that's speaking about mankind, folks, be in Christ Jesus, you are a new creature, a new creature creation. How is it that we are a new creation, but yet we're holding on to our agenda? We want our agenda. We, we don't uh, listen to me. We won't sit back and say, okay, God, what's your next step? I, we want a, people to see Brother Ware is really doing this and Brother Ware is really doing that. Well, what about what God want Brother Ware to do? See, that's the agenda that we need to get. We need to get away from the hidden agenda because on one side, on one time we want this, but then on the other side we want something else. But the truth of the matter is what we really need is God's agenda for our life. God's agenda. There are, listen, I'm serious. Man. Look around. Don't take my, my word. These young peoples today don't have no certain morals. That, I mean, certain things we, should, we wouldn't even dream about doing when I was in the world. But now it's all out. But they don't have nothing to grab hold to. You know why? Because they look at us as believers. They see in our lifestyle as believers. So when they see in our lifestyle, then they're doing what? They forgetting. They're they going back. The Bible tells us, you know, 2 Corinthians, as I say, you are a new creation. Okay, God, maybe I was wrong then, but now I'm, 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 I'm all for you. I want to do what you want me to do. I want to be what you want me to be. We say, well, brother, well, it sounds good, but don't we have a say-so in it? Well, you have a say-so when you give yourself to him. And when you really give yourself to him, then you will find out that the blessing come in him. We often quote that we know that all things work together for the good. We say, oh, man, we can quote that, especially if it ain't, you know, a little bitty penny and stuff. Uh, so if we know that in the eighth chapter, uh, I mean, yeah, eighth chapter of Romans and, and that we say that in around the uh, 28th verse, we know that all things work together for the good and to, uh, to them that are called, the call. Do you know we don't even believe that? Because it's something that we don't want in our life. Guess what? We get rid of them and say it ain't the Lord. If it's something I want, then it's God. If it's something that's going to make me live a different type of life, then it's not God. But believers, in order for us to go grow forward, to grow a higher heights and a deeper depth, then therefore we must do different things. We got to do 
what the scripture said. We got to give an account. Believers, we don't want to have to give an account to nothing and nobody in the name of the Lord. That's why we got so many sisters, and I, I'm not teaching about that, but that's why we got so many sisters jumps out and get churches and say they're the head of the church, and now the man is the first man. I know two people done did that recently. The man is the first man of the church, and the woman is the, is the pastor. And that's sad. That, that is sad. And, and the reason I say that's sad is because a whole lot of people are losing. Well, brother, where? Shouldn't we not judge this and not? No, 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 no. It ain't judge. We got to teach the scripture, the whole scriptures. We got to be in the position to tell people what thus says the Lord. We got to, believers. It's too many people now are confused. Listen, I got to hurry up before my time run out because I want to give one more scripture at least. One more. Could give four or five more, but this one more scripture is in the fourth chapter of the book of, uh, the book of Ephesians. Fourth chapter and around the 24th verse. Uh, okay? It says this, And that ye put on the new man. Wait a minute. You put on the new man? What that mean? That mean you don't even think like you used to think. God, help me to be what you want me to be. Help! I, you say you want glory out of my life. Help me to present my life. Because I want you to get the glory. I don't want to get the glory. Yeah, they, they've been looking at me for the longest. But now I want you to get the glory. So it says, do what? Say and put on the new man, which is uh, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Believer, we don't have people doing that no more. We don't have people uh, and listen. I know you don't heard the story when I was a kid and playing ball in the ball field in the straw field. This lady would come through with a shortcut, and she was on her way to church. We would stop playing ball because we recognized who she was. She had to be something different. She had to be different from, of course, the deacon that was coming through and this other lady that was coming through. We just kept playing. I'm not saying it was right. No, ma'am. No, sir. What I'm saying, we are the light to the world. Let me close by telling you this. Look, you got to understand there are four Seeds that they talk about in the book of Matthew. Listen, the first seed was, uh, you know, Matthew's 13, 18th verse. The first seed was just cast by the wayside. They was just somebody going to church and just heard, just talking that maybe they weren't even going to church. They just somebody went to, are they in this, are they in that? You know how a certain group, that I, it's amazing how they get the people. They want to give you literature, but they don't want no literature. So it could be one of them groups. Anyway, then it was another seed that fell among the shadow soil. So they weren't deep enough. So guess what? They was there for a little bit. But when trials and, and, and the things came against them, it did what? It scotched them. They got in the position that they couldn't survive because their roots wasn't deep. And since their root wasn't deep, then they had to do what? They had to had to uh, 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 
try to scribe and uh, and do what they was doing, but the problem was their root wasn't deep enough. So it did good for a little bit. They rejoiced just like everybody. I want you to read that when you get a chance. I don't have time to go through it, but I want you to read it. They rejoiced. They was excited about it. Then you had another group, and this way I see a lot of saints at the day. They in turn they 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 fell in in, in dirt and and but they had fell in among uh, the rocks, thistles and st- uh, thorns. So they did good for a while, but the cares of this life and the deceitfulness of riches choked the word. Why was they here? They was here to glorify God. What was the purpose for them being here? To glorify God. They are not able to do what they was put here to do because they, the enemy got them with the cares of this life and the deceitfulness of riches. And the word that they got is being choked away. It's choked away. It's choked away. But then you had the last group. They was planted in good ground. And because it was in good ground, guess what? The Bible said they brought forth fruit. What fruit did they bring forth? They began to bring forth the righteousness of God, the holiness of God. They began to bring forth that lifestyle that will glorify God, that some young lady could look at this young, look at this lady and say, that's a woman of God. That young man could look at this uh, young, uh, this man and say, that's a man of God. I want to hear more about his life. That's what we need to be looking at. We're here for a short while, but let's get the glory of God in what we are doing here. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you. I thank you for this opportunity to be able to speak to your people. God, that we may go forth and present ourselves a living sacrifice, not having a hidden agenda, but being real with you because you know our heart and those things that's in our heart. So we thank you for that. We pray that you bless everyone that represent here today and in, in, under the sound of my voice that they have a mindset to just be obedient to you and that you get the glory from them. In Jesus the Christ's name I pray, amen and amen. Listen, we would love to hear from you. Uh, you can reach me at 404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. Or you can uh, visit our website. We would appreciate you. Uh, it's Brother James Ware. The brother is spelled out, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. And after next week, like I say, we will have the, um, the um, in a couple of weeks, we'll have the place and everything. I'm, I pray that you look for, uh, uh, that you come out and let us meet you. And, and those that I already know that listen to the broadcast, come on out and, and join us up. We'll be in East Point, but I'll give you more information as the Lord uh, bless us. All right. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. 
All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina, 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E-A-S-L-E-Y, South Carolina, 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 1.18. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up.